Welcome to Second Half Now, a listening experience for the 50-plus generation. Second halfers, boomers, and seniors. The mission of this show is to help people learn how to live a life that matters. This is what adds purpose and fulfillment to our days and helps us make sense of this crazy thing called life. Your host is Dr. Dan Critchett, and the show is all about guests and topics that deal with the challenges and opportunities of real people in today's world. If you want to live a life that matters, Dr. Dan is in the studio now, ready to begin today's discussion. Now, let's join your host, Dr. Dan Critchett. In the second half of life, just like any age and stage, we love good news. In fact, we crave it. It's hard to imagine life without a reasonable dose of good news. By the time we pass the 50-year mark, we've had uh, plenty of bad news. A lot of stuff has come our way, and we've had to deal with it, all the bad news stuff. So we'll welcome any bit of good news we can get, right? Well, the reality is there's good news, and then there's really good news. As a pastor for many years, it has been my privilege to help people get connected with the good news that God offers, and that's the really good news. It's no coincidence that I believe in the connection between good news and living a life that matters. That's the theme of, uh, of this ministry. But what is the good news that God offers? Do you know it, and do you understand it? If you do, what are you going to do with it? Or maybe you're already doing something with it. That's what we want to talk about today. If you don't know that really good news that God offers, or you're not sure, you want to listen closely to this episode. Our guest today is going to help us with all that. He's been helping people get connected to God's good news for a long time. So, let's get into it. The title for today's show is The Best News Ever and What to Do With It. You are listening to Second Half Now, a radio show, podcast, and live events uniquely designed for the age 50-plus generation. This is where we discuss the things that are really important to us in the second half. I want to welcome you to the discussion and invite you to pull up a chair and join us at the table. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, and our mission is helping today's 50-plus American live a life that matters. In studio, I'm so happy to introduce Peter Kazushko. Did I say that right, Peter? Got it right. Okay, Peter Kazushko. <clears throat> and it looks phonetic if you spell it out, but if you're taking notes, um, just write that down any old way so you can hear, remember how to pronounce it. So I met Peter recently at a mission conference, and I went table to table at the in the exhibit room looking for people that I thought would be good guests for our radio show. And uh, Peter was kind of uh, standing out there in the flow of things as if uh, God had put him there for us to meet, and so we had a very good conversation one thing led to another, and uh, here is Peter in the studio today. So the exhibit that he was representing then is a video-based course called Christianity Explored. And I was very fascinated. In fact, I didn't realize it at the time, but I'm actually looking for something like that. And here is Peter with Christianity Explored, and I was quite uh, quite interested in that. So uh, I want to have something that uh, for uh, for myself and my church and also to share with other pastors, because we're really... Um, kind of lacking in the area of what is the basic message that God wants to give, this reconciling message uh, from heaven to earth, from God to man. And so uh, I'm so happy to have gotten acquainted with Peter, and so here he is. Peter is the senior associate pastor at Countryside Community Church, pretty significant church 
at a neighboring town here, and it's it's in Sherwood, Oregon, and uh, he is. Um, I wrote this down: the Adult Evangelism Discipleship, overseeing that whole uh, function at uh, Countryside Community Church, and the Welcoming and Connecting Ministry. So that's all really part of his heart because it's all about people getting connected with that really good news of the gospel. So uh, Peter has a doctor of ministry degree and has been smitten with a love for the gospel, God's really good news for mankind. So again, to the title of today's show is The Best News Ever and what, what to Do With It. So Peter, thanks so much for coming in today. Welcome to Second Half Now. Thank you for having me, Dan. It's great to be here. Yeah, I'm so glad you found your way here. So let's get right into it because I'm really uh, uh, intrigued by some of the things that you have said. You've got some great one-liners that um, perhaps we can hear. Um, but our listeners know that uh, on this show, we kind of have a rotating um, sequence of the five life priorities. and we So we deal with home and family. Number two is health and wellness. Number three is budget and finances. Number four is uh, heart and soul. And number five is work and purpose. And actually, we haven't done very many show, shows that really focus on the heart and soul. And that word is, is meant to convey the spiritual part of it, that God-shaped vacuum inside of us. And that's a topic here that, uh, that we're going to get into today. So, Peter, you introduced me to Christianity Explored, which centers its message around a question. What is the best news you've ever heard? So my first question to you, Peter, is why was that chosen as the compelling question to attract people to its message? Well, first of all, because the gospel of Jesus Christ is the best news that anybody could hear. It's the best news that I've ever heard. And if you don't understand that, if you don't get that, um, you can be certain that you haven't understood it. That, mm. That's kind of what Christian Explored is helping us to see or at least those who go through it to see yeah i i really i like that statement that if you don't love the gospel then you haven't clearly understood it so let's get into that so peter what is the gospel help us to understand what is that gospel message yeah you know i think a lot of people like to distill the the gospel or the message of the christian faith down to like a to a Mm one-liner and one-liners are great and we actually have some uh, one-liners, some summaries of the gospel in the New Testament. Um, in the Apostle Paul, you know, he says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, uh, starting at verse 3, you know, this is the message that I want to pass on to you. I passed on to you that's of first importance, mm. that Christ died according to the scriptures, that he was buried and that he was raised according to the scriptures and that he appeared that's a great summary. There's a real short one. You can say that the gospel is Christ in you. One of my favorites, I think, that really kind of gets to the heart of what the gospel is, is Paul's word to the Corinthians in his second letter, chapter 5, verse 19, where he says it's about God reconciling the world to mm-hmm. himself yeah. through Christ, yeah. no longer counting our sins against yeah. us. I think that's a great summary. However, uh, it's not just a summary of uh, what God is doing for us in Christ. It's it's broader than that. It's all about the person of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. who he is, what he accomplished, what it means to follow him. Yeah. And that's why, you know, the four Gospels are all about his life. And we have to get that whole package. That's why John, uh, Mark's Gospel begins with the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. So it's mm-hmm. all about him. And I think it's important that people understand that. Yeah. Summarize it, 
but people need to have full exposure to yeah. the person and work of Jesus Christ. And you and I preach that message on a regular basis. Yeah, I mean, we we're do. pastors. We care for people. We want to shepherd them to that full understanding and embracing that gospel message. Yes. I want to rewind just a little bit, too, when you, when you said uh, that God is reconciling the world to himself. A casual listener might say, okay, but you know, why was that necessary or what's going on there? I mean, wouldn't you say that we are born as sinful creatures? We're born alienated from God. We're born his enemies. We don't have any interest in him until somehow he intervenes in our life and we need to be reconnected and reconciled back to him. And that's why that work that Jesus did that you're talking about was so critically important because if that had not been done, if there was no reconciling action we would continue to go even off into eternity being totally foreign and disconnected with God. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that is the bad news. That's the, the bad yes. news side of the Christian right. message, right. which if we don't understand that, right. that also keeps us from understanding how good the good news of Jesus right. Christ is. You know, we need to realize that we are more sinful than we ever imagined. Mm in order for us to yeah. realize that we're more yeah. love than we ever dreamed. Um, wow, I like that. something that I heard. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. we actually, that is mentioned in Christianity Explored as yeah. a way to help people understand yeah. how good the good news of Jesus yeah. Christ is. I have so, a picture in my mind about darkness. I mean, we are in spiritual darkness. Uh -huh. We're dead in our trespasses and sins, Scripture yeah. says. Yeah. So would you say that this really good news is like a ray of light? It brightens up the whole room when we... Yeah. when we grasp it without question and i think yeah. uh, martin luther who's important figure in your own He's tradition my guy. Yes. yeah that's I mean, right that's what it was like for him seeing this beam of light just break through yes. when he began to understand right. what yeah. it meant to be forgiven yes and how he could be forgiven right. through faith alone in christ alone yeah. apart from works right it's just such a great message. right and that whole message revolutionized martin luther but mm -hmm. changed the world really did so, and we are here we're products of that so God is at work in his people even today to our listeners and in your life and mine uh, to, expend that, uh, to expand and extend that, that light and that message uh -huh. in a fantastic way. So um, did you say uh, as much as you wanted to about what is the gospel? Uh, you were talking about some distillation of, of uh, single-liners and that kind of thing. But, well, know. I think you did a great job yourself just summarizing <laughs> I'm a preacher, us. brother. So, uh, <laughs> I think just our listeners just need to go back and listen to you again. I think you nailed it. Mm. So. Well, there are some things that, uh, that might be confusing or we might misunderstand. Mm -hmm. We might think the gospel is the same as church, even yes. if I find, you know, when I attend church, it might be boring, it might be ho-hum, it might be, eh, we've been through this again, let's go home and, you know, read the funnies and take a nap, you know, or get on with Sunday. But, um, but there are some, some ways that are cloudy to us. So I'm going to ask you, Peter... Um, what are some of those misunderstandings about the gospel that we can get kind of hung up with? And our listeners might say, oh, that's not, that's not quite it. So I'd like you to address that right after the break. We'll be right back. Do you have aging loved ones who need some help at home? How do you know when it's time to get some assistance? And what are the signs they may not be able to live at home safely? 
Golden Placement Services specializes in these questions and transitions. They provide professional placement services when it comes time to find a safe, comfortable place for your loved one to live. These are people you can trust, and their services are provided at no charge to your family. Call Diane Delaney at 503-926-2111. That's 503-926-2111. Golden Placement Services. Caring professionals you can trust. Looking for a new home that is affordable, well-built, and only 18 minutes from downtown Portland? Then you've got to see the Brunswick Commons Condominiums. These great new townhomes are located in the Gateway area and will be completed by November 1st, 2018. Selling for $299.9 with income guidelines for purchase, each home has three bedrooms and two and a half bathrooms. These sturdy and attractive homes are built by Vic Construction Company, an Oregon builder with over 20 years' experience. And at this price, they won't stay on the market for long. For more information, please call Morgan Davis Homes at 503-748-8200. That's 503-748-8200. If you are even thinking about buying or selling a house, you really need to talk to the best in the business. You probably have lots of important questions. After all, it's not just a house, it's your home. Dave Long at 24-7 Properties is the realtor who can answer your questions and provide lots of options. There's no cost or obligation to get his accurate, reliable information that will help you make the decisions that are best for you. Call Dave Long at 503-607-4216. That's 503-607-4216. Properties. It's not just your house, it's your home. I just want to give a big shout out and thank you to those uh, businesses that sponsor Second Half Now. You've heard their commercials and I strongly endorse them. These are friends of mine. I know them, I like them, I trust them, and I recommend them to you. And if you have a need in the area that they provide services or products for, I encourage you to get in touch with them. And you can reach them by going to our website, secondfnow.com, and click on the Network tab, and there you'll have the sponsors, and you can just click on their logo there and go to their website, and you can either connect with them directly or connect through us at secondhalfnow.com, and we'll pass everything off uh, over to them so they can connect with you. I also want to mention we have three other... Sponsors that I want to mention, uh, we have we have Jay Tompkins. She has products and strategies for anti-aging and wellness. We're all interested in that at our ages. I also want to mention Bob Lum. He has integrity and service for all your insurance needs. I like Bob. He's a friend of mine. In fact, um, he's my insurance guy, so I trust him. And then we have Jackie B. Peterson with Better, Smarter, Richer. Do what you love and earn an income doing it. I'm fascinated by that. A lot of times we need um, to either enhance our income or replace it. And uh, Jackie's got some great uh, coaching and great resources to help uh, help you do that. So we are in studio. We're back at it here with Peter Kazushko. He is a senior associate pastor at Countryside uh, Community Church in Sherwood. And uh, he is teacher and facilitator of a video-based resource called Christianity Explored. And Peter's heart really is about helping people understand the good news of the gospel. And so the title for today's show is The Best News Ever and What to Do With It. So, Peter, we left off uh, with the question, and uh, we we talked about what is the gospel exactly. And uh, if we're done with that, if you want to add something, we can do that. But then we want to get on to the other things that might be misunderstood. So guess what I'm picturing is if if you're in finance or handling money, 
like uh, Teller or anything, they don't go through all the counterfeits and try to get you from the, They teach you so much about the authentic real dollar bill or the 20, whatever, that you'll recognize you know, a counterfeit just because you know the real thing so well. So why don't we launch off from there? I mean, I could summarize it even more as yeah. the, the key is that we're coming to God through what Christ has done mm-hmm. and, and not coming to him through our own means and our own devices. Yeah. So that's really the key. It's, it's coming to God through what Christ has done for us and, and putting our trust alone in what Christ did on the mm-hmm. cross, his life, his death, his resurrection, and not our works and you know the obvious imposter or counterfeit is that we get to god through our good deeds by mm-hmm. being good people yeah and that's not what christianity is telling us that's not what the gospel message is i don't know how that's good news i mean it's if you try that it mm-hmm. doesn't work very well yeah. you're just going to feel defeated all the time good point yeah so there's that uh, another counterfeit is it's faith in christ plus works mm. the plus to everything to what Christ has done for us, that's a counterfeit too, because we're saying that Christ's death, his life, his death, his resurrection isn't sufficient. It just gets us started. Yeah, gotta we got to take it. it the rest of the way, right. and that's not what the, the New Testament message is. The bottom line of that is I really have to take care of this myself. Exactly. I get a good head start like you used that right. terminology, yeah. but i got to finish it. And then, you know, there's, there's problems with just faith alone too. Mm-hmm. If we're not acknowledging that, you know, we've been living our life in a way that is really in rebellion towards God. Even mm-hmm. if we're trying to get to him on our own good works and being a good person, yeah, that's still rebelling against the way that God has provided for us mm-hmm. to come to him. So we do have to change the way we live. Mm-hmm. That's what repentance is. I mean, I prefer the Greek word metanoia. It's yeah. a nicer sounding word, which means a change of mind that leads to a change of behavior. Mm-hmm. We change our mind about ourselves, about who God is, about how he's relating to us, how we're to relate to him, and embrace his way to come to him. And that does involve turning our lives around. It, it, it is a 180 in, in our minds that leads to a change of behavior. Mm-hmm. So true saving faith is repentant faith. It's not faith without works. It's a faith that leads to. It's our works flow out of our faith yeah. in Christ. So it's important that we understand that, too, because there's a lot of easy beliefism, especially in America today. Pray right. the sinner's prayer and you're in, and you just right. live your life the way you were right. living. No change. Yep. Uh, so that's a distortion. One of the big ones in my denomination is um, intellectual assent or agreeing. I've read the whole Bible. I do my mm. devotions, and I agree with everything in it. Yeah. But that's not enough, right? I mean, that's fine. That's good. Keep that up. But it is, you use the word trust. Mm -hmm. It really is. It's a surrender. It's a trust. And God, I have no other hope to get reconnected, reconciled with you, but by the finished work of Christ on the cross. That's it. Yeah. But you know what, Dan, you'd probably agree with me. This news is so good. Mm -hmm. It's so great. You're so grateful for what God has done for us in Christ. Yes. Knowing what we are, what it means to be a sinner. You can't help but want to live your life in response to that Mm -hmm. great gift to please the giver of that right. gift. Is, exactly. Wouldn't you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I like that picture. That's good. So why is it important to embrace this gospel that you're clearly articulating here? And, and what happens when we do? And you kind of gave a hint to that. Yeah. I mean, it changes the way we think. It changes the way the way we live. Absolutely. I mean, it just becomes the priority in our life. Yeah. It's the very thing that shapes our life. Mm. 
it's the very thing that determines what we're going to do with our life. Yes. Um, what we're going to do with the rest mm -hmm. of our life after we've retired or as we're approaching retirement. Yep. And you have more time at your hands, at your mm -hmm. disposal to, to do something significant in this yeah. world. If you think this is the best news you've ever heard, you're going to orient the rest of your life uh, in such a way that you're going to be involved in advancing that good news in the yeah. world. You're going to orient your life. You're going to live your life according to that good news. I mean, it just changes everything. It does. Yeah. And it changes people around you, too. So I'm thinking for a listener um, who might be thinking, well, I do have more time than I had before. Mm -hmm. And I'm just kind of looking around, uh, finding ways to, to be busy, try, try to find a ways to, to, to defeat boredom and try to fill that time. If that's you, if that's what you're thinking about, um, you need to understand the gospel because it will it will seize you, it will control you, mm. right, in, in a good way, and it'll give you life and purpose and meaning and significance, and and you just can't get enough of it, yeah. right? Because it is that life change. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the quote from Luther um, that um, he said, "We're not saved by works, but we are saved for works." So why is it? In fact, uh, uh, aren't you the one that pointed out Ephesians 2.10? The great passage about, you know, we're saved by grace through faith. That's not of your own doing, your own good works. Mm -hmm. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Yeah. So he's got some great stuff. Once we embrace that good news, we say, man, where do I start? Where do I plug in? What can I do? Exactly. That clearly is your purpose. I mean, I can't think of any passage that states that more clearly yeah. that... We're saved by grace alone, through right. faith alone, in Christ alone. But yet, it's for this life. It's for this life that's mm -hmm. pleasing to him, yes. where we become his poema. It's the word for poetry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this, this, right. this craftsmanship. Right. That's what we're going to become. That's what he wants us to be. Yeah. He wants us to become like his yeah. son. Yes. And I would like our listeners to picture themselves as that poema. Mm -hmm. So, okay, God is writing a story about himself through my life. And how, what am I doing to be receptive to that and, and let that flow and be, I mean, we kind of lose uh, focus on ourselves. I mean, it's, I, I, I'm thinking about the whole word humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's just thinking of yourself less. Mm -hmm. And how, what can I do? And I mean, it's just, it's, it's becomes natural, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas the old way is I naturally want to please myself and do what's for me. But when we understand and embrace the gospel, it becomes natural to say, I just want to be what God has called me to be. And, of course, you would agree it's not instantaneous. No. I mean, it is a growth <laughs> not process. Not at all. Uh, gradually, step process. by step. But there should be progress yes. towards that. If, Absolutely. If you've really embraced this as yeah. the good news, the best news you've ever heard. I was heard. telling you during the break that uh, I was a good Lutheran boy, you know, grew up in uh, the Lutheran church, went to Sunday school and vacation Bible school and confirmation and all of that, and graduated from a Christian, a Lutheran college with a degree in education, but I'm telling you, it wasn't until after that, when I was uh, being trained in evangelism explosion, mm. a clear presentation, five points of the gospel, that is when the light went on. Mm. That's when I understood the gospel for the first time in my life. Mm. Now, were the preachers, uh, you know, preaching the good news? Probably. Sure. But I just wasn't listening. I wasn't, I, I don't know what, I wasn't getting it. But when it's boiled down to that simple five points, particularly with the diagnostic questions, mm -hmm. and I don't want to get off too far off onto that, but... 
for me in my early 20s or mid-20s, I understood it for the first mm -hmm. time. Now, 50 years later, I, I love it, mm -hmm. and I, I want to keep living it and mm -hmm. helping other people embrace it, too. Mm -hmm. It's great to hear how a little tool like that can be hugely impactful yeah. in a person's yeah. life. And, and you have a tool. Why don't we mention that, I too? I do, Some yeah. may want to find that one out. Yeah, and I, and it's, I discovered that I needed something like that yes. because in my zeal and passion to communicate the good news of Jesus Christ, I found myself you know, talking about it with people when I had the opportunity for 30 minutes and not even giving them an opportunity to respond. Yeah. And I, who knows, I probably lost them five minutes into that presentation. Yeah. So I discovered that I needed to learn a simple, short um, summary of the gospel. Yeah. And I found one uh, called Two Ways to Live. It comes out of Australia and it gives you kind of a six-point summary of the gospel. It's mm -hmm. almost like a catechism on the gospel, uh -huh. for those who may know what that word means. Uh, so it gives me an opportunity to just share in summary the basic message of the Christian faith in two to three minutes. Yeah. And then I give people an opportunity to respond like to that. that. Would that be found on a Google search, Two Ways to Live? Absolutely. Okay, yeah, they have good. a whole website, and you can, you can point people to it. Okay. Yeah, We're talking about message. the clarity of the gospel message and what it does it actually transforms your life. And uh, we don't have time for it, but I wanted to make sure that we at least spoke the words. Peter has said several times uh, that the calling is to love the gospel, live the gospel, and tell the gospel. We are in studio with Peter Kazushko, and the title for today's show is The Best News Ever and What to Do With It. You've been listening to Second Half Now, and we are here with a podcast, and we do uh, live, uh, live events so go to our website, secondhalfnow.com, and click on the contact page. And if you want to know more about Peter Kazushko or about his church or about this great resource that we've been talking about, Christianity Explored, just go to our website, secondhalfnow.com, and click on contact, ask any question, and we'll, we'll get you the answer. So I want to thank you for listening today, Second Half Now, helping today's 50-plus American live a life that matters. Thanks again, Peter, for coming in today. Thanks for having me, Dan. It's great to be here. Appreciate it, yeah. So I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett. We are saying goodbye for now. You've been listening to Second Half Now, a listening experience dedicated to helping the 50-plus American live a life that matters for second-halfers, boomers, and seniors. As we wrap up this episode, we invite you to take action. Step up, get engaged, do something to learn more. Find out what you can do right now to take a step toward living a life that matters. Connect with us on our website, secondhalfnow.com. Learn the many ways you can listen to the show, share it with others, and actually take some steps in the right direction. Think about it. The opposite of living a life that matters is living a life that doesn't matter. Now that doesn't sound very appealing, does it? Go to secondhalfnow.com and let's explore what's next for you.